Welcome to Model the Master podcast brought to you by Incorpreneur, where we believe the fastest path to personal and professional growth is to model those who have gone before us. I'm your host, Kristen Gutierrez. Today, we're speaking with Jessica Lockhart. Jessie is a six-figure realtor turned holistic fitness coach and personal trainer whose personal health journey led her to launch the Swolistic Collective. Now she empowers other entrepreneurial women to ditch their quick-fix diets and unrealistic workouts and helps them to feel their best by working with their bodies instead of against them. Welcome to the show, Jessie. Thank you, Kristen. I'm really excited to be here. All right. So... That the name of your company is super awesome, Swolistic. I love that. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about you. how. It... Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, but that's okay. Tell, tell me a little bit about what led to you starting the Swolistic company. Yeah. So it really came out of my own personal journey that I experienced between 2020 and 2021 and into 2022 when I actually launched the company. And it really, like I said, stems from my own personal story. And I went through a, a holistic health journey. I came from an autoimmune diagnosis of my thyroid and imbalanced hormones, dysfunctional gut, and all of this stuff. Honestly, at... um the expense of uh, my career as a real estate agent prior to going into the fitness industry. And going through my own journey, I realized how much those types of things aren't talked about in the fitness industry. It more or less comes down to how many workouts you're doing or how many calories you're eating a day. And we don't take the extra steps to look at our health from a wider perspective. And I, entrepreneur women, as an entrepreneur woman myself, I know exactly how we operate. We put everything else before ourselves, including our business, our relationships, our uh, children, things like that. And we're always the last to do something for ourselves. And we end up burned out, stressed out, tired, and we wonder where it all went wrong. And the reality is we just haven't been making ourselves a priority or our health a priority. And so then our body forces us through symptoms and getting sick and things like that to actually take a beat and rest. And so I saw all of these different things going on in the fitness industry. None of this stuff was being talked about and I wanted to fill those gaps. And so I became a certified personal trainer and using the knowledge that I've acquired through my own holistic health journey, launched the Swolistic Co. And now I coach women and help them make their health a priority and create long-term sustainable habits and just ultimately help them become autonomous over their own bodies, making informed choices and being able to move forward and in that way. That's so beautiful. I love that so much. And what you're saying is 100% true because I'm a serial entrepreneur. I I found myself in exactly the same spot. I have um, auto, autoimmune diagnoses as well. I have Hashimoto's disease with hypothyroidism. I have lupus and a couple of other things. And I just found myself just completely at a point of breakdown. And I was actually dying. My organs were shutting down. 
And I just, I wound up having to completely change my whole life, just rearrange everything. I wound up going whole food plant-based. I wound up working out every day and just really taking more time for myself and, and putting my own health and my own needs ahead of some of the other things that I was I was putting first. And I've seen such a tremendous change in my life. I'm no longer dying. My my blood work is all perfect. And it really wouldn't have been possible if I didn't take that time to to figure that out. So what you're doing for these entrepreneur women is so important. And I think that you have an amazing business model and an amazing mission. Thank you. Well, yeah, that's incredible. I didn't know that about your story. And I think you can absolutely just attest to the fact that if we don't take care of ourselves beforehand, that our body will will eventually kind of turn against us. And it, it's just well screaming for for support and we're not listening to it at all. And wow, it's tiny when they get so distracted by business that you, you don't listen to it until it's too late. And mm -hmm. I love that you're getting in there and trying to reach people before it gets to that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it all compounds. That's the thing is, is it's not an overnight type of problem. It's things that we're doing on a daily basis that turn into a weekly basis, monthly, yearly, and then decades yeah. later, we're having these problems. These, the, these things yeah. don't happen overnight. And um, they don't heal overnight either. And so that's kind of the catch 22 is we, you have to develop those long-term sustainable habits and quit the up and down of intense workouts and the bad diets and all of that stuff. Cause all that's doing is creating more chaos inside of your body. It really is. It really is. And you know what? The truth is, is that diets don't work. Lifestyle changes do. So those bad diets are just hurting people and they have no idea. Mm -hmm. Yep. Very, very, very true. Yeah. So what problems do you see most often in your practice and what's your solution for that? So most women who come to me know that they need to be working out in some way, shape or form, or they, they want to, or have a desire to start strength training, but honestly just don't really know where to start. They don't right. know how to like craft a workout for themselves. And they're also looking for an extra sense of accountability, someone to kind of kick them in the butt when they need it to get to the gym and right. someone that's going to follow up with them and say, hey, you know, did you get your workouts in? Like, how are you feeling? Those types of things. But the yeah. other thing that I see in my practice is women come to me because they are wanting actual ex education within the holistic health industry, within just fitness in general. And they want someone to actually teach them the whys of what we're mm -hmm. doing. You know, most yeah. trainers go through the very generalized certification, which is still a certification. There's something to be said about that. But the certification is very general. And yeah. most trainers just keep it very surface level. And mm -hmm. for me in my practice, I like to focus on you know, stress management and blood sugar regulation, you know, your mindset and your relationship with yourself, yeah. your gut, your gut function, hormone function, and then strength training as well. Cause mm -hmm. muscle mass is really important for overall health and wellness. Yes. And so 
yeah, most women come to me, they're wanting to create long-term sustainable habits. They're sick of, of going through all of the diets and having them work or they work and then they get off of them and then they're back to where they started from. Like they're looking mm-hmm. for long-term solutions. And my goal is that by the time someone is finished working with me, they have the education, the tools, the resources, and the drive to be able to continue working on their own health without necessarily having me holding their hand through the process. And I think that's amazing because a lot of uh, traders and coaches kind of build it into their program that you actually need them like forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just a monthly, you know, the, a, a monthly thing. They don't really provide any education. All they're really doing for you is the workouts, the fitness apps, you know, and, and stuff yeah. like that. So there's very little education. I, I like to say that my coaching practice is really rooted in education. People who work with mm-hmm. me are not just going to get macro goals or meal ideas or workout programs. You're going to get tools, education, and resources to be able to actually change your life on your own. Right. And that's so important. That's so important. And and I love that about you, that that you have actually made education your platform. That's that's amazing. So what are a few of th- the things that our listeners could do to make their health a priority? I think it all starts with an awareness. And this is something that I tell my clients as well. If you're not aware of a problem or aware of what's going on inside of your body, there's there's no motivation to change. And so honestly, just becoming more aware, taking time to slow down and do those internal check-ins with yourself. Am I, you know, for me, the awareness started in 2020 when I realized I was dealing with the same symptoms all the time. I had headaches. I was having gut problems. I started to develop cystic acne and some eczema spots and things like that. And becoming aware of those problems then altered me, you know, motivated me to change and to seek out further testing to figure out and get to the root problem of of why are these symptoms happening. And so the first thing I would recommend is just become more aware of what's going on inside of your body. How are you feeling today? Are you, did you notice that you had a headache three out of the, you know, seven days, four out of the seven days of the week? Uh, notice how you feel after your eating after your meals? Do you feel super full and bloated? Do you feel pretty good and energized? How are you feeling a couple hours afterwards? Just really tuning into that awareness because your body is always talking to you. It's always trying to communicate to you through symptoms and how you feel. And if we're not listening, then we end up with catastrophic problems and then we're forced to, you know, make those corrections and things like that, just like you were saying. So yeah, that's the first thing. The second thing I like to tell people is, and most people find this silly coming from a personal trainer, but I truly believe there are hundreds of different things that you can do to improve your health before you ever step into a gym. Mm -hmm. I think walking is completely underrated. And it really is. It really is. Like, like, uh, again, I'm all for strength training. 
and I am all for muscle growth and all of that stuff. But if that is difficult for you, start by walking and build your way up to mm-hmm. a gym workout or something. That's where I had to start. I, and I could only walk like barely to the end of my cul-de-sac and back. But I, you know, increased each day and and worked my way up to where I was walking for 90 minutes before I even stepped foot into a gym. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. And so walking, properly hydrating, you know, we hear it all the time, but like we hear it all the time because it's true. We need to be hydrated. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> hydrated and then focusing on whole nutrient dense foods and cutting out as much processed foods and as much added sugar as you possibly can. Sugar is Absolutely. in almost everything in the grocery store. It's ridiculous. It's in ketchup. It's it in soft fizz. It's in, you know, cereals by the pound. It's it's insane. And shug- that much sugar is not necessary. We actually don't need sugar to, le- to live because our body, you know, can produce it on its own. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like just and paying attention to your ingredients lists are also things yeah. you can start doing. Reading your ingredients. Like you need to pronounce the names in the ingredients. Like it's, you know, yeah. what if you're looking at it and there's like 30 or 40 ingredients and half of them you can't even pronounce and you don't know what they are. It's just not for you. You know, keeping it to like just a couple of ingredients. That's that's like the best, right? Mm hmm. Yep, 100%. The shorter the ingredients list, the better. The more organic options, the better mm-hmm. because we're also being, you know, exposed to a ton of different environmental toxins um, on a daily basis through pesticides, mm-hmm. herbicides, fungicides, uh, our cleaning products inside of our house, our beauty products that we're putting on our skin, things mm-hmm. like that. So there's, a, like I said, there are hundreds of things that you can do before you ever step foot into a gym or cut calories or anything like that that you can do to improve your health. Yes, absolutely. I remember whenever I first started, I I was bringing the Daily Dozen and the Clean 15 list with me to the grocery store so that I could check like all the different organic fruits and vegetables against it to see which one needed to be organic or not. Um, Now I just I, I just know them by memory, but yeah, absolutely. Um, organic is the way to go because the conventional produce is so bad for you. And people really have no idea, even whenever it says like non-GMO on it and stuff, still organic is, is so much better for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the problem with the, the big food industry, too, is that they've found ways to confuse consumers and make it very difficult for them to know exactly what's going on with their food products. Yeah. And that's part of the the whole education piece, right? I can't physically yeah. go to the grocery store with all of my clients, but I can educate them and arm them with those tools to look up the Dirty Dozen, to look up the Clean 15 and the Filthy Absolutely. 7 and, and be able to, you know, make those choices on their own. And then what they do, what they do with their bodies, what they do with those choices, what they buy at the grocery store is none of my business because they're informed. Right. And they're making those choices on their own. But yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm reading a book right now. It's called The Liver Cure. And there was an entire chapter on herbicides, fungicides, uh, pesticides, and the impact that they have on our health and our liver specifically. So and it's, it, it is very scary, very frightening. Um, 
and it just again it starts with the awareness that starts with that education and then being able to just make decisions and and move forward from there yeah absolutely i love that so if you could go back in in your story is there anything that you would do differently yes actually I, um, not long ago, actually recorded a podcast episode of my own, uh, on my own show about what I wish I would have done. So uh, some of the things that I feel like I did right was I went immediately to a naturopathic doctor for functional medicine testing. So I got my hormones tested, my thyroid tested and food sensitivity testing. So I didn't go into the conventional medicine industry normal. I wasn't passed around saying your labs are great, even though I'm feeling like garbage. And I feel Mm -hmm. very grateful for that because I know so many women who went through that exact experience. So I went straight to a naturopathic doctor, got that testing done. What I wish I would have done after meeting with a naturopathic doctor is hired a coach of some sort, whether it was a nutritionist or someone similar to me, like a holistic fitness coach, just someone to help break the new protocol from my naturopath into more bite-sized, easier to Mm -hmm. implement type of steps because, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, you get dumped with this information of, oh, you have sheets and you have, you know, all of this laundry list of food sensitivities and things like that. And Uh it's overwhelming to receive that kind of information and I had to go gluten and dairy free which I had never done before in my life was a big you know dairy person big gluten person and I had to cut those out of my life and it was very difficult and I struggled with it a lot but and it's difficult to find good recipes you know it's just when you're just thrown into it and then you start and you're like eating stuff that tastes like cardboard (laughs) and you're like this doesn't how's this supposed to make me feel better because I'm not happy about it (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and so for me like one of the things that I I really wish I would have done is would have found a coach or a nutritionist or someone that could have parceled up this new protocol that I was supposed to follow and and created more structure surrounding it Mm -hmm. and so through my own journey, of course, like I saw that missing and and that's what I want to be to people is helping them make those small changes on a daily basis. Um, I'm trying to remember what else I would have done differently. I wish I also would have prioritized more walking actually mm-hmm. um, at the yeah. time because I was like lifting and strength training on a pretty regular and consistent basis, but I wish I would have incorporated walking more because I believe in, you know, the movement. Our body needs the movement, even if uh, yeah, maybe not necessarily every single day, but maybe on the days that I didn't go to the gym, just keep up some type of movement through walking yeah. because it is so good for our bodies. We're out, yeah, outside in the sun, we're moving our bodies, we're sweating, so we're detoxing. So there's just yeah. so many things about it that are so, so good for us. Yeah. And, and I, the reason why, other than those reasons, I love walking too, is because I habit stack my walking time. I listen to audiobooks or trainings and things like that while I'm walking. 
So I'm like doubling up on the benefits of that exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. It's a great time to, yeah, kind of double whammy, knock out two birds, one stone. You're walking, you're like catching up on your podcast, catching up on your audiobooks. And yeah, and yeah it just it becomes a, you know, a really educational and fun time for yourself. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. So uh, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting out um, and becoming a coach right now, but they're just kind of maybe a little nervous and taking that next step? One thing that's carried me through my coaching journey um, for the last almost year now is you don't have to know everything in order to help somebody. I think sometimes we get really caught up in feeling like we have to have all the answers or we need to know all, you know, everything, or I need to be able to treat this or help someone like this or whatever, or, oh, I don't know enough about this. And I, you know, I still get caught up in it too, because there's so much information out there that I could learn and could be taking in. But at the same time, I have to, you know, run my business, you know, so to, to someone who's like wanting to become a coach or is right on the threshold of taking that step forward, I would say take messy action, move forward. You only need to be really a couple of steps ahead mm-hmm. of someone to be able to turn around and help them. And there's always going to be room for improvement, whether you've been coaching for one year or 10 years, there's always right. going to be things that you can improve on. And so don't let that stop you from moving forward because people need your help and they need your story and they need your guidance to help their lives become better. Beautiful. Yes. I I love that advice for them. So what is your greatest tip, technique, or strategy for achieving success? Consistency. Day in, day out, and recognizing and acknowledging that consistency looks different every single day. I like to use a, a graphic of um, two lines of, of circles. So on the top line, all of the circles are filled in. And this is what consistency looks like. But mm-hmm. also on the second line underneath it, you still have all of the same amount of circles, but they're all filled in at different levels. Some days are filled in all the way. Some days are filled in halfway. Some days I are barely filled in. But... The thing is, there's something every single day. So showing up in 1%, becoming 1% better every single day, or just showing up at whatever level you possibly can. Like mm-hmm. for me, um, relating it to the gym, I don't have great workouts every single time I go to the right. gym. You know, <laughs> I have I have great workouts, I have mediocre workouts, and then I have mm-hmm. workouts that are just like, oh my gosh, is this over yet type of thing. And <laughs> like, I don't I, want to go to the gym, like, but I'll go. Exactly. Like, I'd rather not be here. Like there's, you know, other things I'd rather be doing, but it's, it's still the showing up and, and maintaining that consistency and knowing that it's going to look different every single day. And I think that's where a lot of people fail is they assume that, you know, in life, in business, in the gym, whatever it is, they think that every day is going to be that exact same thing. But when you can just acknowledge like every day is going to look differently, but I'm going to show up anyway, I think that's where you can really start to make some 
significant progress towards whatever success looks like for you. Yes. I love that. And I love that visual that you just gave us because that is so true. Like if you think that every day your circles have to be completely filled and you're going to feel like a failure. And also if you realize that no matter how much they're filled in, as long as you're showing up every day and you're putting in some kind of effort, then you're you're making forward movement. You're making progress and you should give yourself some grace because you showed up and every day is not going to be a filled in circle day. And that's OK, because there's always tomorrow. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're exactly right. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show and taking this time to talk with me. Before you go, I have one last question that I would like to ask you. Yeah, of course. Would you rather learn a new skill or would you rather dive deeper into one that you already have? Mm, That's a good question. I... I honestly would probably have to say I, I would almost rather learn a new skill um i i love learning new things constantly and i feel like it's just embedded in my personality to Mm -hmm. to try different things and to to learn different things and you know only after i've given you know whatever i was into previously a a nice college try right without quitting or feeling like i gave up or something like that but i would probably rather learn a new skill yeah Awesome. Yeah, I'm a I'm a lifelong learner too and I love learning new things. So mm-hmm. you've been listening to Model the Master Podcast brought to you by Incorpreneur. If you've found value, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, remember to take the next step.